When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Stephen Flood of goldcore.ie. Stephen, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Seth. Thank you for having me on. Our pleasure. You are up to some really cool stuff in the world. Tell us a little bit about Gold Core and uh, the gold and silver business. Well, I, yeah, it's it's a really exciting time. Uh, we're specialists in, I suppose, helping people kind of preserve their capital base uh, and using precious metals to achieve that outcome. Um, so we've been around for 20 years, uh, 20 years in October, believe it or not. And uh, we have a, a great team of uh, people here in the company. Uh, we're very client focused, um, and it's it's a great place to be because we 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 take uh, signal from our clients every day. They tell us what they hear, what they read, what's going on in the world. So we're kind of a clearinghouse for ideas, and then we um, we get to kind of solve those problems by getting them to you know store metal in different parts of the world and and really protecting their portfolios. So it's 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 a great place to be. Great time. Yeah, absolutely. I I I would imagine the last twenty years have been an opportune time. How did you get started? Uh, accidentally i'd like to say that there was um a plan um but i had uh i um my career really started in new york i worked for bankers trust and goldman sachs in the equity markets in my early 20s uh, i then got married found myself back in my home country of ireland dublin in particular uh, we had traveled around the world myself and my wife um and um and so after about about, about two years uh i joined my one of my best friends mark who I'd known from school days. Uh, he had just set up 
uh, Gold Core um, as probably one of the first bullion dealers in Ireland, uh, proper bullion dealers, you might say. Um, and he he had done that because he was very, very well read up on uh, history and and the economic cycles. And he saw that there was a, you know, bubble type um, things happening in the market. People's properties were going up 20 and 30 percent a year. It was all driven by credit and the availability of credit. And uh, economic history taught him that uh, when those bubbles burst, gold acts as a great uh, safe haven. Um, so he went, to, he set up a business. I joined him a few months afterwards. We were 50 50. Uh, we ran the business for 17 years. I bought him out two years ago. Um, and uh, and I've, I've been running the business ever since. And we were growing our team and expanding into the UK and also into the United States, where we have uh, two offices one in Florida, one in California. And we're storing precious metals now in Utah and in Texas and in Delaware. Uh, and it's going really, really well. We're, uh, we've been welcomed with open arms by our many clients in the US. And we're really, really excited about being there. Well, congratulations. I'm sure the longer journey could probably, the longer story could probably fill a book if it hasn't already. So yeah. talk a little bit about, because I mean, you're an international company. Talk a little bit about how you've been able to grow Goldcore. What have been some of the marketing lessons you've learned and kind of how has that worked? Well, I think tell the truth. Um, people can uh, people know when you're lying and always be truthful. I think you have to be an expert in one particular thing. You know, you have to be really, really good, have a, a huge amount of domain knowledge and ex excellence. And then you need to do the figure out the business of business, which is communicating to the market what your expertise is, making it as easy as possible for people to find you and do business with you, uh, to always deliver value directly to those customers and clients, and then to give them every opportunity to evangelize for you and spread the word amongst their network that you are available, you're here for business, and that you're a safe bet. And uh, we have, I mean, I am, we are, as a team, incredibly proud of our record. We have a 4.9 out of 5 rating. Uh, with our clients over 3,000 ratings since 2012, which is 10 years. So it's consistently 4.9, which is basically perfect. The only time we get a, we get knocked down is when the postman or the delivery guy doesn't do his job. Um, so we're really proud of that. What do you attribute that success to? Uh, we really care. I, I, it's not a cheesy sales line. We really, really care. Uh, our clients are um, sacred to us. We, we know how much trust they put in us. Uh, we want to absolutely, you know, you know, kick the door down in terms of expectations uh, and really set a high bar and deliver exactly what we said we'd do when we said we'd do it and also turn away business. That's really important too. When you know that you're not a fit for that client, it, it takes, it, 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 uh, it's smart to say, you know what, we're not the company for you. If they have ridiculous expectations that you can't meet, just say, no, they're just going to monopolize your time. You're not going to make them happy. And there's another client you're not having spending the time with that you can make happy. So you have to pick and choose your clients. Um, and you have to also support your uh, staff. You've got to educate them. You've got to really, really celebrate your wins uh, and be totally transparent with uh, your staff, with your customers and your suppliers. Grow your supplier base too. It's really important that you have a great relationship with them because when things and, and you know economic cycles are what they are, and when things hit the when the rubber hits the road, you want to know that they'll take your call and um, and you'll take their call too. So it's it's quid pro quo. I, I think you kind of just segued into my next question: is you are in a business that has cyclical, political, geopolitical patterns. So yeah. there are times when you probably can't keep enough gold on the shelves, and then there are times where not as many people want it. 
How do you predict that? How do you manage that from an inventory and marketing perspective? Uh, it's not easy. It's a, it's a constant uh, skill set that we're always learning all the time. Uh, it is feast or famine. Um, uh, and you have to basically manage your risk very, very carefully. So we have uh, every two weeks, we have a risk meeting with the senior leadership team of the company. And we look, look, uh, look across a number of different metrics uh, at, the, at the business in terms of supply side. We look at financial risks. We look at um, uh, shipment risks and what's happening in the world. Uh, and we, we basically go through a process where we're asking the hard questions and we're coming up with good answers. And then we're kind of looking at our believability as to what it is, uh, how we feel about our position and where we are. And we get ahead of problems too. So when problems occur and they do, we are very, very uh, proactive. We put in, case, put in place a plan of attack to, you know, to make sure that we, we decide on what the outcomes are uh, before decisions are, are forced upon us by the market. So we're very, very nimble. Uh, fast and um, and very realistic. And also, even though I run the company, I'm just one voice of uh, four at the senior leadership team, and I have to win the table, uh, to win the arguments, to 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 get my way per se. And if I can't, it doesn't happen. Um, you know, it's not about being right as a person; it's about finding right as a team, and uh, and that takes time and takes a lot of you know you know tough talking. And uh, but you get there in the end, and it's you know the answers aren't always obvious, you know. For sure. Um, how are you managing the um, business growth across different countries? Uh, we are learning as we go. It's not easy as well. There's a lot of challenges. Um, we found that uh, um, you know hiring in the U.S. is quite different than in in Europe, uh, where we're we're based. Um, we don't we don't we don't pay commissions um, to salespeople to make a sale. Uh, we found that was quite unusual in the U.S. It's very commission-based culture. Um, so we pay above the odds, but we pay bonuses based on how the company performs and the individual, but the company first. So we as a team work and we 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 pull and push together um, uh, to, 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 to reach our numbers and reach our targets, um, but it's not on the individual. We don't want people uh, operating on for their own book only. And that means that they're going to, they, they might missell products to customers. Um, so we're, we're very, very much focused on that. Uh, other things about the tax, the tax laws in, in places like the United States compared to Europe are quite complicated. A state's sales tax, uh, there's an awful lot of disparities and, and confusion there, even amongst people who operate the market fully. So uh, we're, we're, we're okay, though. We're, we're, um, we're being very careful about what states we operate in, and we're slowly adding new ones uh, when we feel comfortable about it. So I think you have to be prudent. Prudent is our watchword. We want to be careful. We don't just dive in there and make mistakes. But it's exciting. The UK market is exciting too. Uh, again, it's it's got its own challenges, and we're um, we're we're very excited about what we're doing there. What is your biggest source of new business? Um, I'm going to say um, our biggest source of new business would be one. Our Goldcore TV is is fantastic. We 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 really embrace um, knowledge sharing and education, and we use it for kind of bringing on really cool guests and talking about the the matters of the day. Um, and we get a lot of people there who 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 learn about us for the first time, like the the cut of our jib, to use that analogy, uh, the way we way we talk, the way we operate, and our and our ethics and our values that comes across and how we communicate. Um, and uh, the team there who put together that that production are really really top top people. Um, so that's a, that's a really important. I think also for the for 2023, we're really excited about our preferred partner program, where we're working with uh, 
with those people who are uh, influencers, not like in the Instagram sense, but more people involved in newsletters and, and people who have uh, kind of audiences like maybe like yourself uh, who are centers of influence. And so we work with people like that to share our product and services. And how are you how are you getting in the door to start those relationships? Um, I suppose uh, it's it's a kind of um, uh, chance your arm. It's a, maybe an Irish expression, but you you kind of call up, you knock on the door. Uh, you I, I know a lot of people in the business, so I'd ask for an introduction typically. Um, and then you have a good we have a really good reputation in the industry. We're very well respected, so that tends to get you you get you get a few minutes with somebody uh, a key a key decision maker. And then if you have a really fair offering that that makes a lot of sense. It isn't complicated. Don't get too smart for your own boots. You know, you need to put something that's very, very straightforward, simple to understand and make sense and is, is equitable. Most people are fair. Um, you'll, pre, you'll, you'll, you'll know the ones who aren't and you steer clear of those. Uh, and it's about creating long-term partnerships and, and value for a three-way win for ourselves, for the partner, and also for the customer at the end of the day. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Uh, I like the challenge. I love working with the people of the team here. They're just amazing people. I feel incredibly honored to to um, to have them uh, on board. Uh, I, I suppose that's probably the main thing is just having a really cool culture here. Uh, we're very, very careful about the culture of the organization. We don't have any bad apples. Uh, everybody gets on really well. It's very much respect, uh, learning. Um, there's no bad questions. Um, and we're working more on that too. As we grow, we want to protect that culture because... Um, I think it was said that culture eats strategy for breakfast. And I think it's so, so important. And um, people have to want to work, uh, want to like to work. They want to know that we respect them uh, and be back. We have we have their back. Uh, we had a guy leave there recently. Uh, he got a better job somewhere else. But he said in his ex exit interview that he always knew that we had his back. And, uh, and I think that was such a great compliment from somebody, you know. Absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. Um... If you had to go back in time and start over again, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to yourself? Well, that's a really hard one. <laughs> We've had some bad, bad days and some great days as well. Um, I, I, I kind of have this, maybe it's just being ridiculously romantic, but I don't think there are any bad lessons. Their own, the bad lessons are the ones that you just didn't learn from. Uh, you experienced, but you got nothing from it. So I have the feeling that every success I've had has been based on you know, a series of, of experiences, good and bad, that have led to this. Uh, and I use that every day, you know. So um, I think probably the, the, the one thing I would do differently is I probably would have maybe brought in some investors early, but I also wouldn't bring them in at too great a, a degree. So a little bit more capital at the beginning probably would have spurred on our growth. Um, and uh, I'd be very careful about property transactions too. Um, I think property transactions can be very, very uh, um, um, impactful, let's say, unless you know what you're doing, like signing up for long term leases when you've got an economic cycle that is always changing a variable introduces risks to the bottom line. So uh, we don't have that now. Thank God. Um, we're very, very careful, very lean and um, very focused just on, on our staff and our skills and our systems and technology. How does the political environment affect you? At least well, in the US, I don't know anything about the political environment overseas, but obviously we can, I would imagine demand gets affected by elections, somebody in power doing something really stupid, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I would say that the political discourse in America is echoed in other parts of the world. 
Um, and it's a function in my in my own opinion, and I could be wrong. It's a, the the discord between the various camps is a function of money printing, um, and we have a a cohort of elected representatives that are there uh, not by virtue of their skills and their prowess, but they're there because of of an economic system that's printing money and financialization and uh, regulatory capture that comes from financialization. So when you have so much money being printed, it floods and corrupts the entire marketplace. And you have politicians who buy their way into power and influence, not because of what they can do, but who they are and whose money, that, whose checks they can sign. And I think this is happening across the world, most, uh, most notably in the United States. And it's incredibly sad. It's very concerning. On the side of our business, uh, volatility tends to be the friend of people involved in financial markets because when it, when things are volatile, you have buyers and sellers that are motivated and that creates transactions and things like that. So from a selfish perspective, the last few years have been good. Um, um, I do think that it's just getting started. This experiment, this monetary experiment is just starting and I really think the wheels are going to come off the bus and these people are going to be found out, these, these central bankers in particular, for the, 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 the horrendous actions that they've taken. Um, right across the world. Amen to that. Um, what do you think? I know your time is incredibly valuable. Um, what do you think differentiates you from other companies that purport to do what you do? Um, well, sorry, in, in the United States in particular, there's quite a few companies you need to be very careful of. Um, they, if, if they're advertising on television, I'm not sure how their business model works because the margins we operate are very, very, very narrow. Uh, and and that's okay because we have a long-term lifetime value of a client. Uh, clients are are with us for years and 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 so on and so forth. So you have to be very careful who you deal with. We don't sell high premium products. We don't sell uh, you know numismatics to people who are not qualified to buy those coins. Um, so I do think you find if you're on if they're advertising on TV, they may have a bait and switch tactic going on. Be very careful. If we don't mind, I have a shameless plug to put out there. But we took the, the, to the last 20 years of knowledge and things that we wished our clients knew before they called us because they do trust us an awful lot and they're in safe hands with us. But if we wonder if they went to own someone else with those same questions, they may be taken advantage of. So we put all those things. Um, we have our website, which is goldcore.com. But if you want to download a guide and there's no cheesy sales in it, it's called goldintheusa.com. Goldintheusa.com. We named it in honor of the boss, Bruce Springsteen, nice. born in the USA. So it's easy to remember. And there you'll find a guide and it has just about, I think it's 10 or 15 different things you need to know uh, if you're going to go into the gold market for the first time. And I think it's urgent that people do have an allocation to real physical gold on the shelf or in their hand before this financial experiment loses uh, its its structure and uh, and 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 the, the chickens can home, come home to roost. So download that, goldenusa.com. All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. This has been Seth Green with Stephen Flood. Go check out goldintheusa.com. Stephen, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Seth. It was brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. 
On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.